Welcome back, nerds. This is another episode of... Video Nerds. And I am Mr. Man Nerd, and I'm joined today with... Steven Shred. That's me. Hello. So, <laughs> this is a monumental achievement here. We're, we're going to do an episode of What's New in Anime Fall Edition. There's some cool shows, returning shows, that sort of thing. But there's a mile marker here. My anime addiction has taken full form. I am going through shows crazily. And I even found a new one that Steven Shred knew nothing about, which ended up being really good. So what are your thoughts on my addiction taking hold? It's about time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about it, man. (laughs) All right, so let's just jump into it. Ragna Crimson. It is based off of manga and like everything else. But this one, I saw a little tidbit on a video. Somebody was talking about how it was awesome. So I wanted to check it out. This thing was banging from the beginning, man. The intro song is awesome. The introduction to the series was just cool, overpowered. And then you go back and find some of this world, what's going on in this world. You see an overpowered character and a not-so-powered character. And their connection, kind of weird, but very heartwarming too. And then it just gets, oh man, it just builds up and up and up and up. Like, what, what were you feeling when you watched this episode today? Well, I mean, first of all... The whole thing, the main antagonists of the show are dragons, so I was in. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yep, I figured you'd be into that one. (laughs) Yep, I mean, dragons are very close under uh, dinosaurs and things that get me excited, you know, so I I was all about it, and just uh, the combat looked cool, like uh, the, the fight scenes, and I wanted to know more about the characters, like... It, uh, it it definitely hit me in a spot where we saw enough of what the characters do that I was just like, oh, okay, why is this 12-year-old girl so powerful? I was like, okay, like, what, what's the deal with this dude? Like, why why is he so, like, attached and why is he kind of, like, gloomy all the time? <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. And then just the, the world, you know? I, I've seen a lot of anime that have this fantasy kind of world going on, but everyone's a little different. And this being one that's plagued by dragons, I was just all about it. <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, super dope. And it's like uh, their weapons are silver, which uh, can freeze the dragon's blood. That's just hella cool. Yeah, that was another thing. Like the the dragons are basically treated like vampires. Silver kills yeah. them and then sunlight. Yeah, it's so crazy. Uh, I've never even seen that before. It was pretty cool. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, I give this one a D20 completely. The first episode, it is, uh, like I said, banging. I love it. I'm going to keep on going. I'll give it the same. Yeah, it, it had me going the entire time to the point where I didn't realize that it was a 48-minute long episode. <laughs> yeah, it was, and I love that. I love episodes, like pilot episodes like they used to be, where they're longer than normal. It's like, hell yes. <laughs> Yeah, I watched through it, and uh, right up until the point where, like, the big reveal happens and everything kind of changes, I was like, oh, man, this is, they're packing a lot in 24 minutes. <laughs> and then I paused real quick. I'm like, oh, I'm 40 minutes in. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, great first episode. Oh, yeah, great first episode. Before we move on, why don't you convince our listeners to watch this first episode? Because that's your superpower, man. <laughs> 
Alright, as I mentioned before, these dragons are very similar to vampires in that sense. And with that happening, we have a whole list of characters that we have yet to meet. Because you see a few of them. You see the uh, second in the rankings. We uh, are a protagonist and his... Uh, well, I guess both are protagonists because they kind yeah. of focus a little on both of them. Uh, Leo and Ragna, their crew is number one. So picture this. Vampires are plaguing the world, but they're giant dragons. They have this crazy hierarchy. The ones that we're seeing that people are having a hard time with are just the lowest level. And now you have a vampire hunter crew that have rankings and have different fighting styles and abilities. And we're going to see it all come to a head. Just vampire hunters and vampires, but it's dragons. What's not to love? And you get cool characters, and you get an adorable uh, main character who is ridiculously powerful. You in? <laughs> yep, I'm in. And probably one of the coolest, uh, I'd say, twists in a first episode that I've seen. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That shit yeah. was so dope. <laughs> it, it definitely hit me. Like, once everything started coming together. Yeah, like, go in for the whole people versus dragon thing. Stay for the insane power-ups and everything that are going to be happening in the later part of the episode. I guarantee yep. you're going to be stoked. It is it is something to behold. If you're into anime and you're into those moments where the characters level up and where everything becomes like, this is why this is the main character, you're going to love this. Yep. Made my whole body tingle seeing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Bring us into yours, which was fucking cool. It was way cool. All right. So this one, a lot simpler. We're introduced, well, kind of. <laughs> We're shown Fuko, who is very unlucky. Everything she touches gets bad luck. We are then introduced to unnamed character... <laughs> yep <laughs> who cannot die so you get paired you get the pair of the girl who is scared to touch people because everything she touches either dies or something horrible happens to them because of her you know uh, i guess we'll call ability and then you have somebody who no matter what happens to them they don't die so they get this this uh friendship where he wants to die she wants to not be around people and cause them problems and they team up and there's already this really funny dynamic to them because it's so it's a very over-the-top goofy show visually it's great and uh it just feels a lot less serious than it should be it, it almost gives kind of the zom 100 vibe where it's like serious stuff is going down, but our characters aren't very serious. Nope. <laughs> but a lot less to this show than Ragnar Crimson. <laughs> but the show was a good time. We get a little hint at uh, some bigger things going on, some things that we don't yet understand, and uh, a little bit of a shady organization behind some things. So I'm excited. And on top of that, Fuko's adorable. So I'm all yep. in on this show. <laughs> What'd yeah, you think? Fuko's adorable and unnamed character who turns in, who gets a name later mm -hmm. is cool, but ver verging like almost over the line on the creepiness. 
yeah yeah there's a few times where i was like whoa where's this going (laughs) yeah and and you know it and then at the end of the episode they just he just says it blatantly and you're like yep well that makes sense i love how they bleeped it out too (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then he just goes chasing her around it was good i had a good time i didn't know what what this was going to be about and then when you see fuko's power and the unnamed character just get completely demolished and then come (laughs) back with sprays of blood and regeneration and flying because of the regeneration and the blood squirting yeah i was in that was uh, that was a lot of show feels like it's gonna be a good time (laughs) <laughs> like i said very zom 100 like serious things are going down but we're not taking them seriously <laughs> yeah so i would give this one a d20 as well like not in the same level as ragna but like in the fun factor absolutely same yeah it's it's very different it's like how we're rating like you know roroni kenshin versus zom 100 very different but I'm going to keep watching and be excited every time the new episode comes out. Yep, that's what it's all about. You want to keep on watching. Yep. Okay. Ready for this? Let's do this. Okay, so you convinced me, as always, to watch a show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Eminence in Shadow, which you described as a main character that is so OP but wants to be a background character. So I was like, okay, I'm in. And I got addicted to that show. I watched <laughs> it, what, two days? Yeah, it was two days. Yeah. Watched it all in two days. And luckily, the second season came out the next day. The first episode of the second season came out the next day after I finished. And not only that, it is dubbed, which is very weird, right? Yeah, not many shows get day one dubs. So that was weird. <laughs> yeah but this this show so much fun i i enjoyed it a lot pretty goofy at times but just that that feel of it how he just looks at his life in this world as basically a movie or a show it's all uh he's just he's just a fanboy man and he's thinking this is so cool i'm i'm part of this storyline now hell yeah and he's just moving towards those moments and he's just so freaking overpowered. So awesome. Yeah, like, I think one of my favorite parts with his whole, like, background character thing is when uh, they introduce the, uh, some of what we're led to believe, which they are, but not in his sense, the most powerful characters that we'll be seeing in uh, Beatrix and uh, Iris. Yep. And they're having their whole conversation and he's like, oh, man, it doesn't get more background character than this. I'm just in the background while the main characters talk. <laughs> he's, like, all excited <laughs> about it. It's just, like, so dumb. <laughs> but it's oh, just man. so good. Like, the way he, like, tries to portray himself. Like, the Eminence in Shadow is a reference to him. Like, he he's just there in the background always. And it's just so good. Like, I was, I was really glad that you liked this show because the show could definitely get weird. So I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it can get weird, but you know me, I like weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that I was completely incorrect on which one of the seven was going to be your favorite. Yep, you were incorrect. And I, it, truthfully, it would have been Beta. It would have been Beta 
but for some reason it, it was like delta is just so adorable and like you said feral and just like a really good pet it's it's just you know that drew me in like not in a not in a weird way it's more of like <laughs> that's a cool pet <laughs> you know like, what i think cat it is girls or... don't do it for me i'm just gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think it you know what i think does it for beta as well as far as like not becoming the favorite i i think it's her bratty attitude yeah yeah that that is part of it too <laughs> maybe if she was maybe she didn't have that bratty attitude then she would have been number one but yeah delta was my favorite too because it's like you know she's so like docile she's just like oh like she's like no go over there she's like oh, okay sorry but then as soon as they let her loose they're like just do whatever you want to she just destroys and kills everything like nothing stands a chance against her and then as soon as she's out of that mode she's just back to like oh sorry like okay okay i'll listen <laughs> your lovable pet lion or gorilla <laughs> yeah and then like you know when they just let her loose you know there's like oh where's delta they're like ah she's off doing something and she's just like howling <laughs> and just running around you know i yeah. don't know just she being was my a favorite cat. too <laughs> Oh, now the first episode, second season. Oh, I man. had such a good time with that one. And the setting that they put it in, this lawless city, this shit, this, what what would you call it? A vampire plague? Yeah, it, like, uh, I don't know, like a ghoul plague or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it turns everyone into these like monsters and dude, it's so intense. I was so mad though. I watched all of Eminence and Shadow as it... I think I watched it the week after it finished. So I was able to watch every episode. Dude, I was so mad. I watched the one episode. I'm like, no, I want more. <laughs> you waited so long. It was perfect for me because I just caught up. And then that day I was like, hell yeah, one more? Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. And then, you know, we uh, we get Sid doing, his more, uh, doing more of his background character stuff. It, it was just so good and then the uh what, what would it be called i guess the fallout of what went down in the last few episodes of uh the first season mm -hmm. with his whole like grand display of almost going atomic on them and just be like nah just kidding that was just for show like i thought that was like the coolest thing ever <laughs> yep the peacocking moment <laughs> yeah that i like can destroy the whole city but nope i won't yeah he's like like when their whole thing like oh you're just gonna run he's just like run why would i run and it's just like damn like that is the most like <laughs> just scared I the am, shit out of them <laughs> yeah it's like i'm that, that's the most like i am a god in comparison to you people like moment ever <laughs> like you was, literally cannot get away from me yeah he's just like you want me to just blow up everything and kill everyone i could do it but i won't and then he just leaves. <laughs> so it's like the fallout of that where uh, you see kind of like the confidence of some of them just kind of like shattered. They're just like, I don't even know what to do anymore. And then uh, you see his whole crew. Everyone's just singing his praises. They're like, God damn, this guy's badass. <laughs> <laughs> like it was it going from that and then going straight into like a new arc where, you know, we got Vampire Queen. We got all this stuff like. I'm excited. And then we get introduced to a uh, legendary vampire hunter who legitimately looks like a Bloodborne character. Like That's cool as shit. I'm excited, man. All right. Well, 
yeah so that was definitely a banger for sure v20 all the way that whole show didn't have a bad episode at all yep d20 all the way just cranking out d20s like nothing man <laughs> go for it the one that you got me into oh, and just man. had a new episode season two the show that stole my heart this was actually the start of me liking slice of life feel good anime spy family now because i watched a show which is funny because i'll get to that after i watched a show that was extremely rough it was hard to get through some of these episodes so i was like i need something to chill with because i feel like traumatized <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i was looking around and i'd seen a lot of stuff like uh, with spy family like uh, specifically anya so i was like all right let's check this out i fell in love with the series it is so good like the whole idea is that twilight is our main character he's a spy he needs to get close to a politician so he creates a fake family and inevitably they start seeing each other more like real family they start caring about each other and it's just a really wholesome feel-good story you know and season two dropped and it is nothing short of perfection as far as continuing that feel like oh, yeah. we have some goofy stuff go on but man it, it's just a series that never fails to make me feel good no matter what <laughs> I, I even watched it twice yesterday because i was like ah, i need to see it again <laughs> yeah like, it was so good i watched it this morning and i was just like yep this is 100 spy family it's great it's one of those shows that you watch and you're like, ah, all is right in the world. <laughs> and there's cool little aspects to it. Like every character has their own little thing. The super spy, the assassin, the telepath, and the uh, clairvoyant, I guess you would call it. Yeah. 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 But all in a goofy ass way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so good. And then uh, just Anya as a character... Is just like one of my favorite anime characters ever. Oh, she's adorable. And then any anybody ever brings up any waifu, anything, your probably beats them. <laughs> yep. Yours number so, one, man. So it's it's like this show's got it all, man. But the biggest thing is just the heartfelt moments. You're just like, yes. Like this is what I needed in my day. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's what's new in anime. And you got me again on convincing me. So uh, we'll keep on going. We'll keep on oh, going in quick, that aspect. Though, man. Yeah. yeah, real quick. The show that the show that traumatized me came back too. Uh, that yeah. show, Goblin Slayer. Now, this, this show is about recommending things. Not going to lie. I don't recommend you watch the show. <laughs> Unless yeah. you have a very strong stomach and a very strong mental capacity. Because it is rough in all aspects. And it, at times, can feel draining. We'll just say it's uh, the bad parts of characters, of evil, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, physical, physical abuse, really bad. 
Would, yep. would you throw mental abuse in there too? I'm not going to watch it. So uh, after you told me some you stuff about it, I was like, You definitely no see way. the PTSD that is left on a lot of these characters after. It is pretty bad. The whole thing is you have Goblin Slayer. He uh, he works for... it. it it's kind of like a... Uh, kind of like a little hub where they give out jobs where you could go like monster slaying and stuff like that and help. He only takes jobs where he kills goblins because goblins kidnap people and they kill them. They do very, very terrible things to these people. So he goes and gets revenge and murders them all, which there's some really cool moments in the show, but there are way more non-cool moments. Now, episode one of season two came out yesterday I watched it was not very rough but setting you up for a lot of rough stuff so if you feel you have the mental fortitude and i'm not even joking in that like i am 100 percent dead serious if if you think you could stomach it check it out but i would not recommend it for most people even me who has a pretty strong stomach had to resort to trying out feel good slice of life anime after which i ended up getting addicted to <laughs> but yeah not an easy watch uh basically like you're watching one of those uh one of those shows or one of those movies that they claim is like a you know top 10 hardest movies to watch kind of that in anime form yeah you know i could probably handle it watching it but i i just don't want to the you know certain things i just try to avoid yep so recommendations for uh this fall season of anime definitely crimson rag ragna crimson i mean yeah 100 percent. undead unluck and eminence and shadow and spy family if you have not seen season one of either of those shows get on it because they are so good so yeah with that being said fall anime there is a lot because anime goes on the seasonal system Fall anime, though, the ones that we cover. Undead Unluck, 100% recommend. Ragna Crimson, 100% recommend. <laughs> Spy Family and Eminence and Shadow. If you have not seen season one of those shows, 100% go back and watch them. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. If you're into just the feel-good stuff, you want like a great story with great characters, Spy Family is going it, to... It's going to fill that void. Eminence and Shadow, you get a lot of goofiness... A lot of like silly little things that he does, but in the end, extremely overpowered like character that just makes everybody look like they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and probably one of my favorite characters, even though it's him pretending, Mundane Man. I love <laughs> Mundane Man. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, so good. All right. Well, until next time. We will uh, keep on rolling out these animes more than movies and shows because uh, that's what we do now. <laughs> and there's more of them. There's more. All right. Catch you later. Later.